Get out of your bed. Get on the bicycle. Pedal, pedal harder. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair, plop down on your knees, for we have a story to tell you that we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And my name is Gabriel Moses, and we are super happy to be here, and thank you for joining us wherever you might be. Wherever you might be. Welcome to the show, Gabe. It's good to have you here. I'm good to, I'm good to be here. I'm glad to be here. This and is good a, to be This here. isn't your first time. That's what it sounded like. Welcome to the show. I'm not a guest. This is like your umpteenth millionth time. Well, I guess I am like a guest. I woke up today. I'm alive. I'm grateful for it. And I'm a guest of planet Earth. Huh? Guest of the king. I wish I was a guest of the king in the kingdom of heaven. But I'll just help build it down here on Earth. So I'm the there guest of the king. All right. Yeah. All right. That'll work. You know, I was watching... Uh, uh, Abbott and Castillo movie last night with the kids. All right. The you, Killer of Boros Karloff. Remember that one? You, where'd you get that? That is, I bought it on Prime. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I might have to get that. I thought that the kids should see it. I have three of my kids. The other three are at church camp with Carrie. So oh, I've we got, loved Abbott and Costello. I got, oh, yeah. They're hilarious, and it's kind of scary. So... I decided since I had Sass, Landon, and Jake, I was like, we're going to watch this. We're all going to sleep in the bedroom, uh-huh. and we're going to watch this funny slash scary movie. Yeah. And uh, they they um, they were getting a kick out of it because of, you know, he's a chunky little guy. Oh, yeah. And all funny this stuff. Chunky. But we were talking about being a guest of the kingdom, a guest of the king in the kingdom just now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it made me think of this this part in the movie where he's a guest of the state. The state is doing an investigation to see who killed this person. And uh, it was that attorney, Mr. Strickland. And so he gets murdered, and he, but, but Abbott gets fired from his job, so they tell him, get out of the hotel. And the detective's like, no, you'll, be, you'll remain here as a guest of the state. And so he starts taking advantage of all that and getting all this free room. <laughs> Man, I got to watch that. I only remember one thing about it, which I'll he, say in a minute. Go ahead. He gets his free room service. They're feeding him food. They're manicuring his fingernails and shaving his face. Oh, yeah. And he's like taking full advantage of the fact that he is a guest of the state now. <laughs> he's not a bellboy or a bellhop. Now he's a guest of the state and they have to all serve him. It was so, it does. so are you going to take advantage of the fact that you're a guest of the king? It does have many, many, many advantages. Oh, yeah. You probably should take advantage of that. You know, you you, you live in his kingdom. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he blesses your soul. So you're going to walk into places and be like, I'm a guest of the king. Oh, they would not understand, I don't think. No. They might not understand. No, they might not get it. <laughs> My king is your king, whether you like it or whether not. Whether you know it or not. Or know yeah. it or not. So I need a free haircut. <laughs> so do you, can you guess what part I remember from that movie? Probably the part where he says, you didn't see me. No. I wasn't here. No, I forgot about that. That is true. No, the part I remember is, please don't beat me over the head with the red rose. Oh, please don't beat me over the head with the red rose. 
Yes. Like saying it all one word. That was one and of it's our like favorite guys. Scenes. I think it's a police officer or something. It's the detective. Yeah. For the state. And the detective's like, What are you doing? Are you, yeah. Get off <laughs> me. Stop pulling on my pant yeah. leg. Why are you pulling my pant leg and saying, Don't beat me with a rubber hose? Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, What are you saying? Because he's saying oh. it so fast. Please don't beat me over the head with a rose. Oh, please don't beat me over the head with a rose. <laughs> I'm like, Bad. What's he saying? He walks off. Yeah, and the detective looks at the other guy, and he's like, "Why is he always talking about a rubber hose?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you know, sometimes you've just been taking too many lickings. Meet the killer, <laughs> Boris Karloff. Man, I gotta go back. I'm gonna have to go back. Oh, it was fun. The kids were eating it up. That they would just randomly laugh at stupid parts on the movie. I was like, good. I want them because these kids these days just. <laughs> That the movies now they have such an ability to keep your attention every second, every single second uh-huh. is very interesting. Uh-huh. But movies back then you had to be patient for the funny parts and the scary parts and whatever. And they, you know, they were just different. Yeah, yeah. I liked it better the other way. I don't need you know constant saturation. No, and and that you know, there's a whole bunch we could say about. The, the way the world's changed oh yeah stuff but but I do I like to show them those old school ones every now and then just so that they can, I'm like you need to know what it used to be like you know the way I was raised it's funny I've got Topper Returns music in my head as we're sitting there talking about it oh yeah dun 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 bad radio and then obviously Boom. somebody dies or something. Somebody happens. dies. Yep. Or the tire gets shot and someone almost dies. Car wreck. Yep. Or the chandelier falls and somebody gets shoved out of the way. This is just old school stuff. It's wonderful. Yeah. Those Taxi are, almost goes over the road and over the cliff. I love those shows, but I do. They need to know what it is. I'm like, get get you some of this. So going back to the uh, the kingdom. The child of the king. I'm a, I'm the child. I'm or I'm the guest of the king. Uh huh. I mean, I can see you doing something like that. Something like what? Like walking in somewhere and letting them know I'm gonna need to go ahead and be sad. I'm a child of the king, or I'm a guest of the king. Yeah. And the reason why is because you've done something odd like that before. I'm not surprised, but I don't remember this. Yeah, I believe it was on a twenty dollar bet. Okay, well, what was it? Yeah, from Jenny. Oh. Oh, yeah. I feel like that story needs to be told. Ah, Well, anyway, I mean, Jenny and I were in college at Amarillo College, and we're walking down the hallway, and I bet her, I dared her, hey, I dare you to walk into one of these classrooms that doesn't have the teacher in there yet, and just go stand at the podium. In front of all the kids that are there. In front of all the college students. Yeah. yeah, you know, now we're we're in college now. Yeah. And I think I said just to stand there or something like yeah. that. And uh, just look at them for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, be awkward. Now, this and is, she, this is y'all, are, y'all were broke. We all were just oh, yeah. dirt poor back then. Yep. I poor, mean, poor people. And w- whenever the 50 cent Big Macs would come out, or 50 cent Cheeseburger. uh, cheeseburgers. Oh, from McDonald's. I mean, we would thrive on those things. Yep. Then we eat. So, then we right. feast. So I'm just setting the stage. Go ahead. <laughs> so, 
So we're walking along, and she, I tell her this, and she's like, no way, you do it. She, you know, I was like, you know what, better yet, just go in there and tell them I like to stand, and then just stare at them. It's totally silly, stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, she finally, she's like, no, but I'll give you $20 if you go do it for one minute. Mm-hmm. Say that, and then just stand there for one minute. As soon as she said that, I just turned left straight into the next classroom, mm-hmm. walked up to the stadium or the podium. Oh, yeah. And She's I talking about at, 20 bucks. $20. This is our, for, if anybody's listening for the first time, this is our sister, Jenny, who's been on the show before. Yep. 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 And she's a character. And she said, I dare you to do it. So I did. I was like, for $20? You could have given me five. But you had to stand there for a minute. 60 seconds. So I walked in there. I stood right at the podium and I looked at everybody. There was probably about 30 or 40 students in there. And I said, I like to stand. <laughs> and I just stared at them. They didn't like how many, how many people you think were in there? 30 to 40, I'd just say. Oh, you said 30 to 40. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's people. a lot of people. Oh, heck yeah. If you have something to say, that's a lot of people. Yeah, if you it. have something dumb to do, oh. Oh, I knew. it's magnified. I was like, this is probably college suicide. Yeah. None of these people are going to be my friend afterward. Yeah. Social life. Social suicide. suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Some of them just stared at me for a few like Some girl was probably like, you know, I used to think them. that dude was cute. No, now probably I think, not. I just think he's a moron now. Could be a cute moron. Morons can well, be cute that's still. Fair. That's fair. Ain't nothing wrong with being a cute moron. That's fair. Well, that's probably what she was thinking. <laughs> Boy, it's a good thing he's cute. They were, they were, some of them just looked away after a few moments. Some of them just stared like, can you stop that? And some of them had a, a glare of evil. Especially one. In their eyes at me. Yeah. I, felt, I was like, I'm sorry. It's $20, y'all. But you can't say anything. You just got to stand there and stare. But it's fine. I mean, that's one of those things that they're, I guarantee, is still telling that story to oh. this day. And I, well, we are. You know, here we I are. I bet they are, too. <laughs> it's 20 years the later. The time some idiot walked in their class and said, oh, but it was I like hilarious to stand. Because Jenny was in the hallway just, just dying, dying laughing. Oh, I would have been. I would have been able to stand up. I was like, oh, I can't laugh. I can't nothing. I just got to stand here and be awkward. Mm. So, I'm, But I'm a big believer in weird stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I think you need to keep yourself honest, keep yourself you, and stay outside the box and don't be like everybody else. Yeah. Because you're a unique individual. Yeah. You got to do what you I do. I agree. And, I, you know, I'm willing to do some stuff, but that... that yeah, I don't know about all that. Oh, come on. You've done the weirdest stuff ever with your facial thing that weird oh yeah but i stole that from a comedian yeah but you still do it yeah what's it called ugly face i think it's called ugly face or Mm -hmm. something like that dude i probably get it from you (laughs) it is funny to do you made no waiters and waitresses just to mangle your face all of a sudden right in front of no i ain't doing that oh see it's so funny i love that kind of stuff you'll do that weird face to to people and i'll go stand and say something weird happily but, we're but I will like, not do that. No, I ain't doing that. Oh no, I won't do that. I don't know. I mean, what do you? How much do you think? You know, you're successful now. Oh well, I mean. So how much do you think it would, like Jenny would have to pay me to throw, do what? To do the same thing today. Probably or, nothing. I was gonna say you'd probably do it. I do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten comfortable in yeah. my in my weirdness. Well, let's go somewhere after this so you can do it. Well, it happened to be spur of the moment. 
I'm not trying to go be a moron. I just am one from time to time. Bam. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. see this happen. I, didn't I know it does. Before. It does beg what might happen. I mean, this is not impractical. All characters. right, the ugly face. The ugly face. If you're going to do the ugly face. All right, here's the deal is there's a limit to, like, if it makes someone else look like a buffoon, I don't like dragging other people in to feeling like a buffoon. Like, I saw this video where this kid literally randomly jumps in the middle of, like, 10 women having an outdoor lunch at a public restaurant. He literally dove on their table and smashed everything, (laughs) and I found that not cool. Okay. I think it's funny. The women are all like, what in the world? I mean, it was yeah. so disruptive to these women. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. It was just rude as all get it's, out. It, it's kind of impractical joker style. That's just another level, though. It just says I have no regard for other people. I agree. I wouldn't do it. I'll do stuff to myself. <laughs> I saw somebody do it to somebody else. Oh, no. Oh, like I, there was this. Uh, on. I'd on probably the, punch him right in the stomach. Okay, on on Impractical idiot. Jokers, which I don't, I'm not saying I endorse the show, but... You know, it, it does have some funny stuff. Right. <laughs> and there was, so it's these four guys that seriously were friends from college. Yeah. And yeah. now they're in their late 30s. And they dare each other to do stuff throughout the show. And if they don't do it, they get negative points. And whoever has the most negative points at the end of the show gets punished and has to do whatever it is that they're told to do. And so there's this one where Joe Gatto, who's the funniest one, uh, he loses. And they're in this fancy restaurant and like five, I think it's five of the tables are fake and made out of cardboard, but they're still good enough for people to eat at. Okay. And it's a fancy, nice restaurant during busy time. Okay. And, and, and all the rest of them are real. So they're solid tables that won't break. And so Joe Gatto has to figure out without peeking under the, 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 Tablecloths or anything. Which ones are real and which which is the real one? Yeah, and to do that, you, you know, gotta so, hit it. Yeah, you you got to put some, you got to get something into it to That's make it funny. And so he's dressed up like he's a you know major D or whatever, you uh-huh. know, part of works at the restaurant. Okay. And so finally, like he's trying to at first he's trying to kind of lean on the table <laughs> while he's talking to him to see if it'll give way. And it won't. And so finally, they're like, Joe, the only way it's going to work is if you hit it. As if you body surf, basically, and oh, just freaking no. come down on <laughs> So he has to body surf on everybody's table? <laughs> and some of them don't give, so he just, uh, you know, it is right on See, top of this is, Oh, so funny, but this is, though. You know. Uh, like I say, I'm not going to pretend I don't find it funny. It's funny. You have a warped sense. It's funny when it happens to somebody else. It wouldn't be funny if it happened to me. <laughs> that's what's that's yeah. what's funny about comedy. Yeah. You hear some people will tell something funny in the most casual way. When you hear it happen to someone else, it's funny. I, some of my stories of my life, people have laughed their butts off at that at the moment they happened to me were not funny. Oh, they were not funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, but when you look back, though, yeah. I mean, it's it, as you tell the story, you realize that is hilarious because it's. I guess it connects you to. Well, and the more annoyed the person looks, the funnier it is. If they just laugh with them, yeah, it's not quite as funny. Yeah, yeah. They have to tell it from their hard life experience angle. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, like you want to hear the annoyance. Or if I were, you're watching that show 
You want to see the looks Suff- on their see faces the suffering like, what in the world? See oh, them yeah. suffer. Oh, there's this other. No, no, we're there's not. There's this other one. No, we're not on a. I'm just gonna say real quick. I won't tell how it ends seconds. up. But they they had to figure out Murr was getting punished. Also, fancy restaurant, and he, and two people had wigs in the restaurant. Okay, and he had to figure, figure out, out who they were. Yeah, I mean the show. <laughs> yeah. That was that, some hilarious <laughs> fellas. The look, let me tell you, the looks on people's faces when their hair would get cut up. He tried to be talking to them and try to kind of casually pull them. Oh, gosh. No. He'd be like, it's got to be this one. It's got to be this lady. There's no way that's real. Oh, my goodness. Next thing you know, he's like, your hair is just (laughs) trying to talk about it. He'd be kind of lightly picking at it. (laughs) Touching people's hair. Leave them alone. Uh, Leave the people alone. It was awesome. So, yeah, so I tried out. So, yeah, I think everybody knows. Yeah, we got a little time. I think everybody knows I'm um, trying out different churches. So, this yes. week I tried out Paramount Baptist Church. Yeah. Over on yeah. Western Street. And uh, it's an SBC church. And, and uh, it's it was really so fun. It's so fun going and trying out the different churches. Meeting different people, seeing who you know that you didn't know went to that church. Yes, and um, friends of the town. and so yeah, so I walk in and I'm looking around, you know, trying to see who. Man, this church, it's got. I mean, it's the old school look, old school Baptist church pews, grand piano on the stage, mm-hmm. big balcony, you know, all this kind of stuff. Very old and neat looking, and and. Uh, so I could go into all kinds of awesome things that happen, but there's not that much time. But I will say, it was really cool. The music all pointed to the Lord, yeah, which I'm very appreciative of because just a lot of the worship music nowadays it's very questionable to me. And huh. kind of at church, yeah, I just don't feel like it's real. It's kind of a lot of repetition. It's a lot of fill me up, fill me up. Yes, Lord, fill me up, you know, or whatever, you know, rather than, you know, speaking to the majesty of God or. I wonder if you imagine it to be that way. No, no, no. I'm I'm like, that ain't the way my church does it. That's awful. But, but. That's funny. This, this church, they had, their lyrics were rock solid. It was awesome. You know, really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't a rock concert, but it was very good. You know, they had a piano. What's wrong with the rock concert? Uh, I can't stop. Why does I, I feel can't. like there's some digs going on? I'm just possibly to talking my about church. preference. I'm just speaking in general. My church will beat your church's butt. I, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we are lowly like Christ. So my daddy can beat your daddy up. Yeah, <laughs> my daddy beat your daddy up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but. But really cool, man. This pastor, so he's only been there for four months. So if that's where I end up going, that'd be kind of cool. Cause yeah, he got I could, there right when he did. Yeah, right after he did. Yeah. And it's very old church. Um, but the the pastor had been there forever, and he moved on to another assignment that he felt the Lord was calling him to. And yeah. So now this guy, man, this dude was, he read three chapters out of the Bible yeah, in the book different. of Jose. That's different. Three chapters, or maybe even four. I mean, and he even at one point said, I know um, I know this may seem a little different and this and that, but if 
reading too too much of the scripture gets to you, then maybe that's something that you need to pray about. That's you your know? challenge. Yeah. Not mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I and admittedly, I was like, are we ever going to get to actually hearing a sermon or... Because I could, you know, you just, I'm going to be real about yeah, it. Yeah, like, isn't that terrible? Yeah. Like, I don't want you to read the Bible. I want you to. I can do this for myself. You can't. Yeah. Well, you know, I suppose that's a deal. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I can I do like, this for myself. But then he, man, he broke it down and went into depth just preaching the gospel. And I mean, it was so rock solid. So rock solid. And then afterwards. What's all, his name? Man, I can't remember. Don't know his name. I mean, he's only been there for four months. Yeah, he's only been there for four months. Makes sense. But Paramount Baptist Church. Yeah. Yeah, Paramount Baptist, and it was amazing. I mean, the people. So then saw two old friends there, and uh, they just happened to be right over close by to where I was at. So we we stood around afterwards, and, I mean, we talked about the Lord. We didn't stand around talking about sports. Yeah. We didn't stand stand around talking about politics, both of which I love to talk about. Yeah. But man, that's not why we're there. Yeah. And it's crazy how little we sit around talking about the Lord and our walks and our weaknesses and our needing yeah. encouragement and whatever. You yes. know, shouldn't that isn't that why we're supposed to gather? I think so. And so I don't know. We talked about twenty or thirty minutes, and I thought this is a good sign. That's a good sign on this church. Yes. So I don't know. I feel like I got a couple more months I like left. This. But I think you need yeah a couple more months left of visiting churches. Before Man. I make a decision, goodness, I, I'm like you come across a good church, maybe that's a sign. Yeah, I'm just I, I agree. I feel like that maybe. one's the leading candidate. Yeah, that one is the leading candidate. We may have moment. a winner, people. In fact, I feel like that's probably where I'm going to end up. But but I feel like I'm supposed to do this. You know, I feel like I'm supposed I'm to go to around. Come and, see it. I love any church that yeah. has balconies. Oh, it's beautiful. First Baptist it's Church amazing. downtown. I used to yep. go there for a few months. Yep. They had a balcony. I love sitting up there. Yeah. It was just fun like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking probably next week I may sit up in the balcony. Or Yes, because I am going because Philip, our friend, yep. invited me to, to come and and uh, to come because he does a Sunday school class. Yeah. And so he wants me to come to the Sunday school class and then yeah. go to the service. So Do I'm it. like, okay. Oh, yeah. I told him I'll come next week, too. So nice. I'm going to go two weeks in a row. I'm a little jealous. Philip is awesome. He's such a good yeah. man. Oh, heck of a heck of a man. Good yeah. man, husband, yeah. dad, yeah. Man, friend. I'm Wonderful like, person. Wonderful yeah. brother in Christ. Yeah, just amazing. So... Well, Shall we do the scripture stuff? Keep us posted on that. I'll keep you posted. I may just do a report on the churches as I go. To the church at Laodicea. <laughs> right. You know. I say to, to the you. church at Western Avenue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit it. All right. I'm going to kick it off with Proverbs chapter 6, verse 9. And it says, How long will you lay there? You sluggard, how long till you get up from your sleep? And I like this one, Proverbs, wisdom, wise, things that we need to take into deep consideration. So we know this is this book is it's not talking about numbering people or the rules or um, the growth of the new church, but this is just from a man who is saying speaking wisdom to. Mm-hmm. Someone else. The Proverbs, man. I try really hard to read every day and get a dose of that. Proverbs. 
It's it's probably it's my second favorite, but yeah. second only Solomon to the book just of Acts. Spilling the beans, yep. Yeah. So he's how long will you lay there, you sluggard? I mean, I love it when they use the word sluggard because you can hear Arnold. Get up! Get up out of your seat! Yeah. Yeah, you can. Get up, you sluggard! I can now, and you do it pretty well. Yeah, not too bad. Get it's up, like Sean sluggard. Connery Arnold mixture. Yeah, sluggard. With Texas <laughs> accent. Sluggard. You sluggard. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard not to mix those two because yeah. their voices are so different and recognizable. But yeah, no, I like to use the word sluggard. I'm oh, like, don't a part, every human needs to hear you sluggard. I think on a pretty regular basis, because sometimes it's about being lazy, but sometimes it's, you're talking mm-hmm. about your spiritual laziness. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you could, th- this could be applying to the physical realm or the spiritual realm. How, however, the Lord puts it on your heart at that moment, probably both, but I'm sure it gets more specific. But I like it because every person has uh, something, if not many things, that they are dragging their feet mm-hmm. on and not putting in the effort. That's because that's we're mm-hmm. human. We battle with the flesh. Mm-hmm. Our spirit battles with the flesh. That's true because, you know, like I was sitting here thinking thinking about that statement just in the brief thought that I had just now. I thought, oh, what about somebody that's just always going, going, going? But then you see a lot of the times their family lives are not so good. suffering. Yeah, because they, they're, they're sluggards in their family lives. or Like it's about finding their that ministry. balance to where you... Yeah, or, or maybe over, right, overcommitting yep. to stuff to where you undercommit and things that you're called to Who commit knows? to. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, you would imagine a slugger to be a lazy man. Yeah. You don't think of a lazy woman often. You think of a lazy man when you think of a sluggard. I don't know. Whenever I, I do, whenever you hear sluggard, you just think about bum. Bum. Just sitting on the couch. Like, yeah. we were talking about this before. And I read you that scripture about the about the being the sluggard it wearing him out because to bring the, yes. to dip his hand into the food and bringing it back to his mouth. It's it wears exhausting. Him out. Yeah. It's wearing him out just to. That's bring what I think of as a sluggard. Yes, yeah, some and just there's somebody just doesn't care. Yeah, no conviction, none, and uh, and just no no desire to improve. At anything. And especially now. I mean, especially today with technology and oh, yes. making everything with the comforts that we have, it's easier to you fall look at into it, the trap. Look at it on the simplest terms. Once upon a time, you had to pick up your physical Bible and flip pages. Yeah. I still, now I still do, by the way. Well done, sir. That's I'm the like, way it should no. I ain't messing with this technology. You junk. pick up your phone now and you just flip the screen with your thumb. Yeah. You barely move. Yeah. A little, oh, that was another thing. A little muscle church. in they, your he thumb. He said, everybody get out your Bibles. Yeah, right. He didn't say turn to your phone. Southern Baptist, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, there will be no. And you heard all these pages turning. It was wonderful. You think that is a neat, sweet sound. That was that. awesome. Yeah. You think about flipping through your Bible on your phone with your thumb, it barely moves. Look at that. I'm doing yeah. it right now for the record. Yeah. yeah. No, no muscle movement. Look at that. And that's just on the most basic level. Level, yeah. So I, I'm like, sluggard. And it says, when will you get up from your sleep? When will you get up? Mm. This is this is something that's impacting your whole life. 
Get up. Stop laying there asleep. Get out of the bed, you slughead. Put that cookie down. Put that cookie down. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> we need, We don't we all need an Arnold Schwarzenegger to tell us? Yes. Get out of your bed. Get on the bicycle. <laughs> pedal, pedal harder. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he has a very motivating voice. <laughs> what are you doing? Put that cookie down. It's so easy to copy. All right. So funny. I can't help it. So, and then very distracting. He he is going to be the guy for years to come that oh, motiv- yeah. motivates people to be more active. Yeah, he was a what was he Ronald Reagan's fitness advocate was in the he? 80s? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I'm going to pump you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he, it is. So it does. It all comes back around to, you know, the it's conviction of heart. We need to be convicted. We need to read that verse like every day. Because we're slug, mm. we're sluggish, sluggy, sluggish sluggards, sluggish sluggards. Yeah, sure can fall into the trap of it. You know, to go along with that, and then we'll dive off into mine. But, but and I tell you, it's so crazy with doing this new format. It's yeah. easy to be like, oh, I always still got time. We got time. <laughs> yeah. We got another forty minutes if we. The, uh, uh, who was it? I think it was maybe Jen, our sister, that was telling me. The other day was it Jenny? I can't remember who. I think it was Jenny. Um, but that that uh, there used to you know there's all this depression, suicide. Yeah. Um, you know what what leads to a lot of that is no sense of purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Before all this technology and all this ease of life. Yeah. You basically had to work from oh, sun up to That was down. me. And if she said it to you, she got it from me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm maybe it was that. you. I'm taking that because I'm like, well, we all, we all be talking. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. so it's okay. Fred. It's Fred. Okay. So you should have been using that with what you're talking about right here because that really is, you know, it's the, the, the easier things get now. Clearly, Solomon was not around in today's times, and there were even sluggards back then. True. But I just think it was easier. People will find a way. It's easier now to be a sluggard than ever. Yes. You know. Yes. That's why you see a bunch of big fat fatties running around, of which I place myself in that category. <laughs> like I got to get, I'm sitting there having to work my butt off to get these. I got about I 35 pounds you, to go. I guarantee you, I'd be good 25 pounds yeah. lighter if I lived just 50 years ago. Yeah. Not to mention, a come on, two, put your two, back into it. Two, three thousand years ago. Yeah. That's oh right. man, I'd be skin and bones. I'm just saying, and a lot stronger. Yep. Last night we have to be delivered, deliberate about Sassy, it. Sassy, she she wanted to do chin ups, pull ups, you uh-huh. know? and she's like, I can do five now. And I was like, Well, let's go bring it. Let's see what you got, little kid. And so she gets up there and she's flopping her feet and jerking her body to get her uh-huh. chin up over that bar. Uh-huh. But she did. She got her chin up over that bar five uh-huh. times. And uh, you know, the little boys tried it. Landon tried it, and uh, Jake kind of just was like watching. He's like, eh. And uh, so after a little while, I was like, all right, here, move out of the way, let daddy up there. Oh, my gosh. It took all I had to get those five chin-ups. Doing chin? This No. Oh, straight up pull-ups. Pull-ups and chin-ups are different. Okay, I was doing pull-ups. Pull-ups are the hardest, yeah. I was doing pull-ups. She was doing chin-ups. Yeah. So, okay, I didn't know that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So so she would have her arms turned, her palms towards her doing hers. Oh, that's way easier than pull-ups. Way (laughs) 
Yeah. So, but because you're mainly using I used your to biceps be able to do, and back, whereas doing pull-ups, you're just using your back. I used to your go biceps ain't helping. Do you. about eleven or so. Yeah. On a regular, anytime basis. Yeah. But now it's like doing those five straight all the way down, all the way up. Whew, it wore me out. Anyway. Oh yeah. That's because not enough physical labor, not enough challenge yep. physically in my life. Yep. So it has to be forced. Forced. No, it's crazy. Don't be a sluggard. That's Don't a moral last story. Sluggard. All right, Luke Get one forty six forty seven. My soul magnifies the Lord. My my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. I bet you can't guess who said that. I think we should let the listeners sit for 10 seconds and see if they could guess. I'll talk about it a little bit. 10 seconds, we'll give you the answer. Let's do this. Do we do a countdown like we did last week? I'm already counting down. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7 to the 6, 5, 4, 3, tizzy, 1, and who do you say that it is? I already know who it is, though. Huh? That's why I asked you. Paul. Nah. Nah. You knew I knew that ain't it. It's Nary, <laughs> Nary Paul. Nary Paul? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Nary a man. Nary a man. It's a female. That it is. Mary. Okay. Good guess. Good guess. <laughs> So it's Mary, and it's when she's talking to Elizabeth, and and uh, Elizabeth, you know, John the Baptist leaps in her stomach, and the Holy Spirit comes over. But but I love the thought of it, and really, I mean, you think about it, and this is it just kind of helps you to see a little bit to why God chose Mary mm-hmm. to be the mother to Christ. A beautiful. My soul magnifies the Lord, not honors, which of course respects. Hmm. Appreciate my soul magnifies the Lord. That's true. I didn't think about that. I know. I never did until I was sitting magnifies. there thinking, just kind of pondering on this verse. Magnifies it. Like, you know, when you take a magnifying glass to something, it makes it, it enlarges whatever that you're sitting there looking yes. at. Yep. You know, let's see more of the details. Yes. I want people, I want my whole life to be about the Lord. Why? Because my spirit rejoices. In God, my Savior. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I mean, we think about, thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for that. You know, I sure do appreciate it, this and that. No, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. You know, at what point do we get to the point where we don't rejoice? If we think and we go back to when we were first saved and that feeling we first have, for most of us, you know, maybe yeah. maybe yeah. we did it when a kid, don't remember real well. Didn't really fully understand what all you had to be saved from. I don't know, but for the most part, um, when we when we made the commitment as adults to follow Christ, our spirits rejoiced mm-hmm. in God, our Savior. And if you think about it, in those times, I know for sure for you and me, our souls magnified the Lord mm-hmm. everywhere we went. Went. Mm-hmm. Our souls magnified the Lord. Yeah. I remember I carried my Bible with me everywhere. I didn't care if it was a birthday party or what. I had my Bible with me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then we get older. We get to uh, become sluggards. You know? You're right. <laughs> uh, does our soul stop magnifying the Lord? 
I think it does a lot of time. From time to time. You know, it has to be intent. You have to be purposed to... I wouldn't say it's going to stop magnifying the Lord, but to do it on that level, when you first get saved and receive salvation, I mean, yes, that is a momentous moment, occasion. You know, Mary was young there. Who knows? Maybe maybe she went on. Um, Who knows? Well, I don't think it has to be... um, Impeded or you know slowed down. I mean, but it does. No, it doesn't have to. I completely agree. But but we have to be intentful as uh, Christians. Yeah, I'm because I'm I'm not. I don't. I feel like I'm more zealous for the Lord now than I ever was. I agree. I agree, and I think that I am as well. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. Um, but I wouldn't say that was the case three years ago. You know, I'm 47. Wasn't that I wouldn't love the Lord, wasn't that I wasn't a Christian, but did my soul magnify the Lord? Like now, yeah. it's crazy. I have dreams about witnessing to people, and I have, you know, like my dreams are starting to become about God, Yeah, which I've wanted for the longest time. And so to the point that I think about yeah. it so often that it bleeds into my dreams, and I'm by no means perfect. But But God is so important to me. In my everyday walk, I want to be better. My sins repulse me. Yes. My weaknesses make me sick. Yeah, that should be Yeah, how it goes. And when you when you get to that point, when, you, when you're, the excitement, like, you know, I, for the longest time I read the Bible um, because I was supposed to. Now, I mean, I, I for a while, a little bit now, at least a couple of weeks, I've been going to bed at 9, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because there's nothing more exciting than getting up in the morning, yeah, and cracking open the Bible and having a cup of coffee, yeah, and spend that time with. And them. I don't have to think about anything, yeah. I get, I'm like, I've got two hours to sit here and read the Bible and pray, you know. So I hustle at night to get whatever done that I need to get done, and then my peace time. And I've just pretty much shut off TV, yeah. It's such a piece of junk, you know, that I just, I'm like, I don't need you. It can contribute to the sluggard. Yeah, it just sure can. The sluggardly life. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, little little food for thought there, you know. Be not sluggards, and your soul will magnify the Lord. That's right. (laughs) Put it all together, and what do you get? Something to glorify God. That's right. That's right. Well, let's wind it up. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your glory. We thank you that you are who you are, and you love us despite we are the, the fact that we are who we are. Please help us to magnify you. We love you and we worship you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen. of the bed you sluggard put that cookie down put that cookie down